You're listening to the Cultural Curriculum Chat, the podcast that specializes in multicultural education and classroom strategies. I'm your host, Jebe Edmonds. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Jebe Edmonds, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. I did a webinar titled Implicit Bias, Check Your Bias at the Door. And I conducted this webinar through a business professional development series. And we had about 70 people in attendance virtually. It's one of my favorite subjects, one of my passions to talk about. So throughout this webinar that I conducted, I walk the participants through the nuances and microaggressions that people of color face on a day-to-day basis. And one of the participants in the webinar emailed me a really good question about a situation of a microaggression that they experienced. And the question was, and I quote, is there a polite, acceptable way to ask someone what their background or ethnicity is, end quote. That question brought me to finding some really great articles to help answer this question for this participant. I gave that person who emailed me the article. I'm so excited to share with you some snippets of that article that I shared with that person because I want to help you, listener, educator friend, community friend, to get these strategies in your toolbox that's very simple. You don't have to overthink it, but it's very important to learn. The first article I'm going to share with you, it talks about, the title is called Three Ways to Correctly Ask Someone About Their Ethnicity. And it is from the Grit and Grace Life blog written by Tori Sorge, and she's coming from a person of mixed heritage. And what I really liked about Tori's take on things is that she talks about um, three topics of the dreaded question. What are you? My children are also multiracial. They get that a lot, especially around their peers and even adults that don't know them. That can be a dreadful feeling that the person who is receiving that question automatically in their lens saying, you don't belong here is the translation. It automatically tells that person, I'm trying to figure you out instead of you as the individual. And so what Tori said is that you could share your own experiences by you sharing it, not having that person preemptively ask you that question, what are you? Tori goes on by saying, and I love this, curiosity and questions have always been at her. But for her to understand the notion of being naturally curious or the notion of causing harm. And a lot of us have the best intentions, but even our best intentions is causing harm. So the best thing you can do when it comes to this is You can be curious from afar. If I want to share with you my identity, I will disclose that with you. It is not your job to approach me or my child asking them who they identify as. 
So those are the types of things of understanding the relationship you have with that individual versus a perfect stranger just wanting to know. And for me, nine times out of 10, it's a perfect stranger that doesn't know me or my family personally, or this person also that asked me the question. But I want you to sit back and think, is this something I really need to know? Am I just scratching an itch that I need to solve this problem nine times out of 10? Probably never see that person again. And if they are not causing you any conflict, keep it moving. That's all I can say. What I also agree with Tori in this question of that, what are you? When it comes to people of color, they only get it in all of their phases of life from childhood all the way through adulthood. This is not something you grow out of and other people around you get it. So when you're talking and asking about being curious, again, let that person show you who they are. You don't need to solve that mystery. She also goes by saying, as people of color get asked that question, some of those questions could be very triggering to people that are multi-ethnic and biracial and um, other people of color. And so you could be dredging up some real systemic hurt there, as well as maybe having them having to go through their own self-reflection family trauma. It could be family issues that they are still even themselves probably still grappling with who they identify as. You know, when you are multiracial, multiethnic, the society will see you as one ethnic group or one racial group. And you are constantly defying that norm in society of saying, you're not going to define who I am. I'm going to define myself and identify myself as I see it. So again, with that, lots of underlying nuances there from people of color who experience it every single day. The best way, according to Tori, and I really love this about her work, is she talks about first and foremost, begin with that relationship, okay? How well do you know this person? You know this person as an acquaintance. Like I said, follow the flow chart, people. Don't ask. They will tell you. If you have a relationship with that person, you probably already know that answer. You probably have observed them around their family. You probably have seen them in your spaces. And the assumption should be at the wayside. Always assume the best. And understand, if I cannot have a conversation with this person on this deep of a level, asking their ethnic background, then maybe I'm not as close with this person as I thought I was. Another word to the wise, even if this is a work colleague of yours that you've been working along with for years, doesn't mean that your relationship is strong enough to disclose that information. Be an active listener. Her second strategy is listen to their stories and experiences. You know, ask open-ended questions that person can, can share about themselves. That will also lead you to those clues that you are thinking about. For example, if they're talking about the foods they eat or visiting their grandparents in their homeland, that can kind of help you answer those questions of that person's ethnic background. But again, 
Let them tell you their stories. The stories you have made up in your mind, in your own implicit bias, and your own assumptions won't match what that person's individual lessons in life have been. So it's really important to let them be the storytellers and the story makers of their story for you to understand. And of course, number three, be sensitive. Put yourself in that person's shoes. I always say when we're talking about microaggressions, I tell my trainees and participants that are with me is think about like paparazzi and the flashing light bulbs. And every light flashes that goes is a microaggression. It's a nonverbal cue of somebody clutching their purse. It's somebody looking at me in a cross way. Think about how that person is feeling every time they walk out of their home. And you adding that question again, Jeb, like what's your ethnicity? What's your ethnic background? I'm sorry, I'm just shopping, getting my errands done on my Sunday routine. And who are you again? Right? It's kind of ask, like asking somebody for their social security number, right? It's like, this is not something you disclose, just face value. A lot of us need to be sensitive to people of color, especially in this day and age. There's so much of social justice movements going around, which is amazing. We're having lots of conversations about being courageous about race, talking about race, being proud of who we are. And so I understand you're probably thinking, well, yeah, Jeb, I know you're proud. I know people that look like you or don't look like you and other people in different groups are proud of who we are. I just want to know. But like I said, darling, it's on a need to know basis. I will share more of myself with you depending on my relationship with you. If I'm your neighbor, you can smile and say, hey, friendly neighbor. And I'll say, hey, friendly neighbor, right back. But the more we get to know each other and build that bond of authentic connections, that's the time when I will share. And remember, you know what happens when you assume, right? You can even spell it out. I'm not going to put that out there because this is, you know, an educated show. But you know how to fill in the blank when we talk about assumptions. You know what I mean? I will have the link of this article so you can read more in depth to it in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. I will see you same time next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Cultural Curriculum Chat with Jebba Edmonds. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We will be here same time, same place next week. Take care. Bye-bye.